Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing as good as you could be. And today we have such a great episode for you. Welcome. Today is all about the concept of struggling well. And it's actually one of my favorite expressions because it really does acknowledge the fact that we are going through struggle and it's so common to be going through struggle. And let's face it, life isn't always sunshine and butterflies all the time, especially when you love someone with an addiction. So there is so much turmoil, stress, and struggle that comes along with that. So today is a wonderful day talking all about struggling well, like what it is. Um, Also, what's really great is this idea and this concept of resilience. And as you know, the, the concept of this podcast is to help you build this resiliency. And it is just the capacity to flourish as best we can even amongst struggle. And the concept um, really is great because it'll help us when we are going through things that are struggling and things that are challenging rather. And this is all about self-advocacy. And this is how we can grow our strength inside, such as our grit, our gratitude, our self-compassion, and just those wonderful keys to resilience so we can achieve lasting well-being. So in this podcast, it's really clear about giving you practical steps and solutions so that you can build the resource of resilience in your life. And that way you can better advocate for yourself. It's time to take back your power. So when you love someone with an addiction, it's very challenging and you can easily lose your way. And uh, resiliency becomes that essential tool in order for you to take back your power and save yourself. So there are many elements to become more resilient and And throughout this podcast, you're really going to discover and learn tools of compassion, of resourcing your grit, of self-regulating, and also relating to others and human connections and the importance of it. So these key ingredients become more and more important, especially when you're building resilience in this hectic, crazy situation that you might be finding yourself in right now. So let's talk about this idea. What does it mean to struggle well? So struggling well, it comes in different forms, right? You may have given, you know, struggle different names like anxiety, depression, addiction, even uh, betrayal, trauma, or even post-traumatic stress disorder, right? Struggle comes in many different forms. And so when we are struggling, we 
are not living the life that we desire or the life that we deserve. So when we're struggling, our life doesn't feel good. We feel out of balance, but there is hope. This podcast also is all about teaching us the ability to embrace struggle so that we can stop suffering. And so that we can really start thriving. And so the idea here is that you shift the lens from a place of allowing yourself to be in struggle and thinking of it as a negative thing, but shifting it to a place that you can allow yourself so you can struggle well. This is where you enable and you use times of struggle to shift your life and create a life that's more meaningful, that's more fulfilling for yourself, and that feels more purposeful. So I always say that struggle is there for a reason. It's telling us something. It's making us feel uncomfortable so that we make effective changes. And it's really important to take some of those, that strategy in order to make peace with your life, make peace with the past, make peace, like, you know, be in the present moment and also make better plans for yourself moving forward in the future. So you can actually turn struggle into strength and you can turn struggle into growth even. So you can, and that's the expression, you can struggle well. And there's actually a book called Struggle Well, Thriving in the Aftermath of Trauma. And it's by Ken Falke and Josh Goldberg. It is such a great book. It really does help us to see that even amongst the most craziest struggles that we could possibly go through, we can actually grow. And they actually coined the term or they talk about the term post-traumatic growth and looking at struggle in a way and as an opportunity to grow and learn. Now, I know sometimes when you're in the turmoil that comes with loving someone with an addiction, it's like, oh my God, what is, is so hard to find the, the, you know, the potential growth. Uh, however, is just shifting sometimes that mindset and really recognizing that, you know, sometimes things are going to be bad and let's try to get through this challenge the best that we can get through it. It's not about pretending it didn't happen. It's more about recognizing, okay, I am struggling, honoring that struggle, and then figuring out ways and strategies that can help you so you can struggle as best you can or struggle well through that challenge. Um, so this is so important and this really is a wonderful tool that you can use to help you, um, you know, find some more meaning in your life, find some balance in your life, put yourself first, recognize that that struggle that you're going through is a message. It's telling you something that something's not right in your life and that the focus needs to shift. So even out of the worst tragedies and trauma and manipulation and turmoil, you can, you can shift. You can shift your perspective on that struggle to gain more power. The second you shift your perspective, you're going to gain more a sense of power and also resiliency or feeling of influence on your life. So we all want to feel like we have, we're moving forward in a positive directions. We desire growth. We desire love. We desire peace in our lives. So in order to struggle well, we need to understand that, you know, everyone struggles. It's a universal experience. Uh, yes, when you love someone with an addiction, the struggle might be, uh, you know, magnified and it's the most bizarre, craziest thing sometimes that you can go through. And the reality is, is that we all, everyone 
in life at some point is going to go through struggle. Bad things will happen, but what distinguishes the people who grow and prosper as a result uh, are the people that tend to acknowledge that struggle is part of the human experience. So it makes sense that you're struggling when you love someone with an addiction. It makes sense that you're feeling challenged. It makes sense that there is, you know, you're having, uh, it's, it's hard. It's really, really hard. You are human. So the key becomes that you, your ability to struggle the best that you can, given the circumstances, if you can embrace struggle and be, you can, it, it can actually become useful and that this struggle can actually help you with motivation for making changes. This struggle can actually help you to learn, you know, what boundaries do you need? This struggle can actually help you learn. So it's universal. Trauma is universal. Struggle is universal. It's what we choose to learn from the trauma and the struggle that really matters. Life is going to slap us in the face. (laughs) And you know what? I always say it may even punch us in the face, right? And sometimes that's how it feels when you love someone with an addiction. So it's all about choosing how we are reacting to this challenging situation, to this, you know, negativity, or, you know, how can we be effective instead of feeling um, like a victim, instead of feeling, you know, that this struggle that it's, you know, we have no influence on it. So that is what's really key here is just acknowledging that, you know, shifting your lens or your perspective on struggle is so empowering, right? So how do you turn struggle into strength and how do you shift this lens, right? So there are two really important approaches to struggle. So the conventional way of dealing with trauma that often leads you feeling stuck or damaged or as though you've, you know, been given a a sentence in life. Um, And so the idea here is that if you go on a struggle well path, it encourages the opportunity to use trauma and struggle to help you move forward and to help you find greater meaning, deeper purpose, and just to create a life that's more authentic for you, that's aligned with your values. Um, it is so powerful. So looking also looking at the fact that struggle is inevitable um, and it's applicable to your growth. Like it's going to help you grow and learn. Um, it's really incredible because it's giving us an opportunity to tap into our resilience. It's giving us an opportunity to notice that, um, struggle is useful. It forces us to really reflect on what's true about ourselves and the world. So ask yourself, right? Like what, what is coming up? You are struggling. Yes, it's true. Um, so what is true for you? What needs to happen in your life? What, you know, this struggle, just the fact that you're going through this struggle is actually helping you to become more resilient. It's making you look deep inside yourself and everything that you're going through as hard as I know it is there, you know, what is, is tapping into your strength. It's, it's tapping into your capacity to ask yourself for answers to, you know, search inside yourself for what's coming up and to be honest with yourself. So when you start looking inside yourself, it really does. It's amazing because 
you can figure out what's true pretty fast and, and you can see what's resonating with you. So struggling well is all about giving you the opportunity for self-reflection and also to claim a new perspective, a perspective that's like, okay, this is difficult. I honor that. I'm, I recognize that I'm going through challenge. However, how can I acknowledge that this is difficult times and understand that is tr- that struggle is universal give yourself permission to be human and some compassion as well as recognizing how can I learn? What opportunities could come of this? How can I claim a new perspective that gives me the power in my life, that gives me the courage to self-advocate, to look after myself, to make positive changes for me? And just so that you can flourish and thrive in your life, regardless of what anyone else is doing around you. And this is so important, right? So after the most devastating events, after, you know, everything that you're going through, it is possible to grow and to find deeper meaning, to find a deeper connection with yourself and your needs and your values, and also to build that resiliency muscle so that you are better able to handle all those things that life throws at you. Oh my gosh. So that is huge, right? So how do we struggle well, right? How can we not put struggle to waste? And I always say that that's why I wrote this book. That is why I created this podcast because I believe that we do not want to put any struggle to waste. So struggling well is all about figuring out how challenging situations that you can that you find yourself in, how can they help you? How can you turn that struggle into strength? And, um, that is such a wonderful thing if we can really look at it that way. So, um, some within that book that I talked about struggle well, um, the authors really do suggest seeing struggle through the lens of possible growth as well as personal responsibility and potential treasures. Now, I know when you're in the turmoil and the stress that comes with loving someone with an addiction, it's sometimes hard to think, oh, well, where's the growth here, (laughs) right? But what happens is if you shift the lens, I love the piece on accepting personal responsibility. And what that means is how can, what do we have control over and what do we have influence on? And I love this. It's like taking back your power and recognizing that there is struggle there. And then how can you adjust and walk yourself through, you know, the steps to help yourself struggle well? What are those potential treasures hidden amongst this struggle? What is your personal responsibility? Like um, what needs to happen for you? Um, And again, possible growth. So I love it. They did walk us through within their book, Struggle Well by Ken Falke and Josh Goldberg. Um, They walk us through some of the steps to help us so that we can struggle well when not necessarily like when it just any struggle, but for for us in this podcast, it's all about when you love someone with an addiction, walk yourself through these steps. So here they are. So the first step that you can help yourself when you are struggling in order to struggle well is to educate yourself. You know what? I always say knowledge is power. It's liberation. So knowledge allows you to have the key to your own kingdom. In other words, 
understanding the impact that the struggle has on your mind, your body, your heart, your spirit, you know, research and educate what other people are going through. Join communities like this one, like our Facebook private community and, and, and educate yourself on, you know, addiction, educate yourself on recovery. Um, there are so many resources out there. And the first step to help you struggle well is to empower yourself with, by educating yourself. Knowledge is power and it will help you so, 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 so much. Um, and that is key, right? So learn methods that will help you so you can struggle well and live well. So learn and educate yourself, keeping your mind, keeping your mind on the fact that struggle is inevitable and it's useful. And then um, really tap into the research and the capacity to learn more. So how can you be self-aware without judgment? It's like just sitting with the struggle. So what can you learn from the struggle and the situation that's going on for you? And how are you struggling most? Like where are you struggling and what can you learn about that struggle? And this is so key, right? So where's the possible growth here? These are questions you can ask yourself. All right. And I always encourage journaling. The journaling is so fantastic. Like write down your answers to that. And then the next step that they talked about is learn regulation. Now regulation is so huge. So the second step so that you can struggle well is all about finding practices that keep you grounded and keep you well. So when you are going through a struggle, it becomes really easy to be out of balance and exhausted. So practices are things that you can actively do consistently in order to really connect to your head to connect to your heart and to calm your mind and calm your body. So you know what? There are unhealthy habits as well, like alcohol consumption and excessive shopping or eating and numbing the pains kind of thing that deny the struggle. But healthy practices like meditation, exercises, taking a walk, <clears throat> excuse me, allowing for calmness and stability in your life. This is the key. If you can go to the gym or a yoga studio, or if you love playing the guitar or dancing to music, you know, reading a book, or the idea here is to, to learn some sort of regulation or have some practices and habits in place that really help you. This is how you can struggle well. So struggling poorly ultimately makes you feel stuck. It puts you into that mindset of feeling stuck. Um, and it's just, you know, you stay on that volatile roller coaster. So applying these effective regulation strategies, they're really going to help you in inject new ideas in your life. It's going to help inject hope and positivity and balance. And it's a, it's a really key component to taking back your power. So this idea of regulation, it really gives you the power to take responsibility for your own life. So what can you do to improve your ability to make good choices? What habits do you want to add or what habits do you want to take away or replace? So that is one of the steps to struggling well. And then the next step too is disclosure. Um, this is what they talk about within their book as well as struggling well. So disclosure is just all about, you know what, when you feel that you are alone, it's really 
feels bad. It doesn't feel good. So disclosure is when you basically, when you love someone with an addiction, you often gain an accumulation of huge amounts of stress. You hold the burden, you hold the weight of the world on your shoulders and you push it down and you hold it in. It's a, it's a, it's very common to feel energy of shame and guilt and isolation. So not to mention, you know what, there's, there's so much shame that surrounds addiction. So, um, which makes it so hard to process and also hard to talk about and to talk to other people. So, I always say it's almost like putting heavy rocks into a backpack. So we carry a heavy weight. Um, But what we want to do is recognize what we're carrying in this backpack becomes heavy. So disclosure is almost like emptying the backpack. It's like taking out everything that feels heavy um, and only deciding what you're going to put back in. And that's really key. And don't be afraid to share what is happening to you you know, with someone that you love, um, it's really important not to carry that guilt and shame with you, um, and to see struggle as being a universal thing. So people will be more understanding than you realize, not to mention there are so many people going through what you're going through. You are so not alone. So disclosure is about, you know, not ignoring the struggle altogether. It's about looking at what's going on for you in the struggle in a very honest way and unpacking some of that heaviness and perhaps even sharing it with others. Um, Really, really important. So you know what? What, so what are you holding in your backpack? What burden are you carrying right now? And I know, I know firsthand, um, some of that heaviness that does, does come with loving someone with an addiction. You can talk about it. You can talk about your struggles with a close friend. You can journal. Journaling is like, you know, talking and listening at the same time. I always say, and just admit your struggles, be vulnerable because this is hard and that's part of struggling well, right? And so the other idea is um, creating a positive new story. So taking back your power. So another way to struggle well is to create a positive new story. Like what can you carry with you going forward that's going to help share your story or that's going to help shape your story rather so that you and only you decide like what you're going to put back in that backpack and you create the positive story moving forward about what you want for yourself in the future. This is so key and it may not happen right away, but it's one of the elements of struggling well and, um, seeing things as gifts and seeing things of how your story can change, how you can cultivate self-compassion and kindness towards yourself. Um, and just really surround yourself with a network of good people unpack and repack that backpack the way that you desire it. Only hold on to what you want to carry forward and really delve into, you know, your values, what it is that you want to bring into your life because you choose your life for yourself. 
And so it's the idea here is to take back your power, take the time to think about how you want to rewrite your story. What do you want most for yourself and discover, you know, what it is that you want to share and think about and what story do you want to retell or relive? So this idea is really about using reflection and kind of thinking about what it is that you're going through, how, how, how are you, who you are now, where do you think you belong and where would you like to be? Who do you want to be? And uh, this is so important. So finding that really helps us to struggle well. Now, this is one of my favorite parts of struggling well is the is being of service. So the idea here is throughout history, people who end up helping others, they and people who make the lives of others and, and they they are of service to others, they end up being more resilient themselves. So being of service is a wonderful way that you can enhance your well-being. So service is just like you know, it's not doesn't have to be grand acts or gestures. But just even the act of, for example, listening to someone or allowing others to be honest with you or share a story or, you know what, go to some of these Facebook groups that are, you know, when people love someone with an addiction and just listen to people's heartfelt posts and reply to them, direct message them, offer support and service. Um, This human connection is so huge and it really does make you feel better. And that human connection has the the ability to dissolve the energy of stress. It has the ability to dissolve the energy of shame as well. So the definition of struggle is internal tension. When we choose to help and connect with others and be of service to others, we allow for deeper relationships, personal strength, and new opportunities. So how can you share your story and how can you connect with others? How can you accept your own struggle and give permission for others to be struggling and to struggle well? That is so key. So how can you build a support network? Find your people. I always say find your tribe, join groups, connect to others. Who can you serve? Who can you help? And who can you support? So that's it for today. This one is all about struggling well. So being of service, it's creating positive new story for yourself, you know, disclosing, talking and working through the struggle that you are going through and expressing it to others and and confiding in others. Also learn regulation. So things that you can do that are really going to help you feel you know, better about yourself. So healthy practices, like maybe meditations, guided meditations, yoga, exercise, even just going for a walk and getting fresh air. How can you bring a grounded sense of calm into your life to help take back your power? So, and then the idea too of educating yourself, knowing, knowing more about the struggle that you're going through or that what people around you are going through is really empowering and it really offers possibilities for growth. So that's it. That is one of the wonderful ways we can use, you know, struggle. We can struggle well. We can use this self-advocacy and this idea to build resilience for healing and empowerment in our life. I hope you got a lot out of today's session and I will be back again next week. Oh my gosh, I have such a wonderful supportive podcast for you next week as well. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
If you want additional support, you can head on over to my website at andreaseidel.com where we have a wonderful supportive, compassionate community. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone going through this struggle so that we can all work together to take back our lives and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes every single week so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.